0: Uh, welcome thank you all for coming along we're gonna uh, think about going to university Uh, I am not going to talk for very long I'm going to do just a few thoughts Uh, my main hope is that we're going to try and find out where you are going to uni and see if we can help you connect with a church there are a few different churches here and and I think between us we should be able to work out uh, how to connect you to a church in your future town so that's quite important to us what we'd like to do so although I may not talk very long do hang around we'd love to chat to as many of you as we possibly can so do hang around for that uh, and try and help you to connect to where you're going to go and, and help you with your prep a little bit so uh, let's just do a few raise of hands who is about to go to university in September? Mm, nice I'm excited for you you are going to have good Good experiences uh, and uh, the university experience has uh, basically normalized again after uh, COVID and lockdown. I don't know if you watched the news on one of the, I can't remember which winter it was, uh, but I'm, at, you know, I'm at, um, in Manchester. My name is Tim Simmons. I lead the church in Manchester uh, and I live quite near to the halls in Fallerfield. And uh, those Ballerfield Halls got locked down, and then the university put a fence around the halls. They said to protect the students, but the students didn't know. So they're like, you're barricading us in. There were riots and everything. It was uh, the Communist Party got involved. It was quite the thing. But that doesn't happen anymore. COVID is over. It's going to be wonderful, uh, and you are going to enjoy fun, freshers' weeks uh, and all of those things. So I think my, the big thing I want you to think about for university it is that the big choices that you will start to make actually have long-term really important consequences. So, uh, at the moment, the choices that you make are kind of handed to you a little bit. You you know, you have to do A-levels, you have to do GCSEs, life is relatively simple, Uh, but then when you get to uni, there is a level of independence and freedom that perhaps many of you won't have experienced before. And the decisions that you make early on will affect you for years and years and years. Uh, and I mean that in a positive way. These are, are very good things. But it also can work in, in the opposite way as well. Uh, the big decisions you make have big impacts. And funnily enough, the big decisions that you make often only happen in really small steps. Okay? And so those little first steps you start making actually put you on a trajectory uh, maybe for the next uh, few years uh, maybe even for the next decade or two. Uh, and so I want us to think about just a few of those this afternoon, and then we'll, we'll start helping you guys uh, to connect a little bit. Uh, and we'll do some questions at the end if, if anybody has any bit we might not do. Uh, so there are a few areas I think these are the, where it's important to make good, quick, big decisions, okay? And the first one, obviously, is church. Uh, and I, I think actually, if you pick a church very quickly, uh, then actually that will help you in university uh, in ways that you can't quite imagine yet. They will provide you with food. So at my church, we, we will do food after church every week from September all the way till Christmas. So at least once a week, you will get to eat a vegetable in our church. Uh, don't even joke, there was a guy in Manchester, it's a bit of an urban legend now, that he blew all of his student loan on goodness knows what, parting and computers probably been. And, uh, and it was all gone within a week or two. And he realized the only thing he could afford was porridge and water. So he, made, he laid porridge out in a tray, put water on it, it went hard. And then he would snap a bit off and eat it. And he was the first case of scurvy in the United Kingdom uh, for like 200 years. So I'm just saying... Churches will give you vegetables. Never underestimate the power of a well-cooked carrot, people. So uh, uh, get to a church, uh, and not only for yourself. Actually, if you join a church and you join it quickly, you will make that church better by you being there. Okay? You will help them, and they want you to join. Okay? You will help them uh, to be younger. You will help them with your enthusiasm. You will help them with your time. You will find friends you'll find people who will look after you, and then when you get into second and third year, you will find yourself looking after other people and pitching in. Uh, you will become very, very valuable. It will be good for you and good for them. Uh, and importantly as well, it will help you to take your place in the new town that you live in. That makes sense. So I'm always telling that the guys and girls that move to Manchester, actually, you get to serve and love Manchester by being part of what we do as a church that's really important so we have all sorts of uh, social action things going on and youth work and kids work well, loads of other stuff you can get involved in that loves and serves the city and often in university towns there's the university bit and then there's the non-uni bit And the non-uni bit are always a little bit like, oh, these students just turn up here and then they disappear. Well, actually, we get to play a part in changing that a little bit and you guys taking your place and playing a part in a town. So a big choice to get into church quickly... You may think, oh, okay, it doesn't matter. I'll leave it a few months. I'll, I'll enjoy my Sunday lawn in Lyons where my mum isn't hassling me or my youth leader's not bugging me why I wasn't at church. I'll enjoy that freedom, uh, and I appreciate that. But actually, those quick decisions will do you a lot of good. So get church. I have a decision for you to make today. Actually, a big decision. Uh, when we think about Freshers Week, okay? Who's you, you've all heard of Freshers Week? I'm sure you're all looking forwards. To freshers week and freshers week which usually lasts about six weeks in Manchester is a lot of fun okay is to be enjoyed uh, there is a lot going on you will get lots of uh, free and cheap entry into lots of interesting uh, clubs and bars and events and things like that and that is to be enjoyed but I would before you go before you get involved before you're caught up in the hype and the hysteria decide the sort of person that you want to be before you get there because the pressures to behave in lots of ways the fact that you are in your first taste of freedom perhaps you're away from lots of people that know you 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 may be a little bit unknown in your new town you can kind of think oh, I can party harder than I normally would and nobody's going to know well make that decision before you get there okay how am I going to approach freshers how am I going to do this? What, what is my attitude to this going to be? How am I going to behave? And I don't mean that in you should be the person that stays behind all the time. I don't mean that at all. I mean, actually, you should go out. You should spend time with people. It's a great opportunity to make new friends. Those shared experiences are really, really important. But deciding, actually, this is my alcohol limit. That's a big, important decision. And you're looking at me like, really? I'd never thought. It's important. Decide, okay, I'm going to stop at this level. Because once you've had one or two, you can't make that decision anymore. Okay, so decide before you have the first one or two. Uh, Decide those things. Decide how you are going to deal uh, with all of the different things that come at you. Say, okay, I'm thinking this is the sort of person I'm going to be. And actually, I think people who love God, who follow Jesus on big nights out, will really help and serve and love their friends okay you can make a big difference and you can have a lot of fun I promise you okay the other thing I think to think about beforehand is your non-christian friends people who don't go to church and it's quite easy when you get into the uni scene maybe you get into a church maybe you join the christian union maybe you do those things is to run to the safety of the Christian ghetto uh, and in the Christian kind of world there's lots of good things that will be very helpful for you but it's worth just thinking you know what I actually I do want to have different experiences I do want to meet people who aren't like me whose background is very different to me perhaps who are studying different things and are interesting I do want to meet those people uh, I do want to spend time with them uh, so I would encourage you just think about that we, we had a guy in Manchester who um he was at the university of salford which was about a half hour drive away from where our church met and he came along and he was just one of those people who who wouldn't shut up a constant talker uh, and he would just invite everybody he met to everything all the time he was just enthusiastic about anything he was involved in i said to him okay mark i set you a challenge if i hire you a minibus." Will you be able to fill that minibus of people who's like, yeah, man, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. So for about a year, we ran a minibus from Salford Uni down to our church. We would bring anywhere between 8 and 15 people that would come along. And they would all be people that Mark would just meet in the halls, meet at dinner, meet in a nightclub, and he would invite them. Uh, so uh, your attitude to non-Christians actually is very important. Uh, another friend of mine, a girl who's with us at the moment called Naomi, she's just finished her first year. Every time she turned up, she would bring someone from her halls. So, and often these, these, these poor girls will come into church and be like, "What's?" What? are you people? What is going on? And so, uh, But actually, Naomi would bring them along, was very kind to them, and uh, she's been wonderful at it. Uh, And actually, that is a very powerful thing, because when you get to uni, you often think you're the only lonely person there. Actually, you're one of thousands and thousands of people who are desperate to make friends. Uh, And so you can be a really positive person in that. So think, okay, how do I want to have non-Christian friends? How do I want this to be good and useful? The other thing I want you to think about is how you announce your faith. Okay, it's a weird thing to say, isn't it? It's is an odd thing to say. How do you announce your faith? Should, it, should you stand up somewhere in a lecture and tell everybody, ah, thus I am a Christian? You should know that. Uh, do you do it as a, a long series of TikTok videos to all your new uni, uni mates, whatever it might be? Actually, a friend of mine, he, he loved sports, and he joined, uh, he joined the hockey team. Okay. Now, uh, university sports teams have certain cultures that we say that are very beer dependent quite often. Uh, and uh, the rugby teams and the hockey teams are, can be fairly notorious for their initiation ceremonies. You want to join the team, you need to prove kind of uh, how macho you are. And this is the boys and the girls high team. And my mate, uh, Greg, he was called. Uh, He was telling me about this. I was like, man, how did you deal with that? And he said, well, firstly, I I love God. Secondly, I don't really like beer. So I just decided I was going to go completely teetotal in those things. So he said, I I really wanted to play hockey. I love playing hockey. So he would say, you know what? I want to be in the team, but I don't want to do the initiation because I don't drink. So I'm a Christian. And they went, Okay, fair enough. No worries. You join in the team. So, if you announce your faith in the right moment, in the right way, actually, you will get respect. Okay. And now, there is a lot of um, you can see a lot in the media about how the world works, people's worldviews, and how Christians are perhaps a minority in our worldview. And you can go into that with some fear, thinking, "Oh, everybody's going to smack me down. Everybody's going to, you know, call me all sorts of things." Actually, most people may not have met a Christian like you before. And will be respectful if you present it respectfully. So he didn't go in there saying you're all massive drinkers, your livers are going to explode, God hates you, this is terrible. He just said no it's not for me uh, but I would love to hang out with you and play hockey and they were fine with it. So it's worth thinking. You go at it with some uh, respects. Uh, Another way of uh, thinking about this in terms of announcing your faith is uh, a couple of uh, our students a few years ago um, we talk a lot about church planting in Manchester, and one of them comes bouncing up to me and says, Tim, I want to plant a church in my halls. And it was like March, and he was going to leave his halls in June. So I was like, I'm not sure that's going to work. But I said, why don't we, why you do an alpha course in your halls? And that they were catered halls, so him and a girl called Vicky, uh, they got as many of their friends, they would knock on doors, they would walk around all the tables at dinner time, they would invite them to this little alpha that they ran, I said, you run it, I'll buy pizza, so there's loads of pizza there, and they, they just announced their faith that way by inviting them to an alpha that they run, it wasn't something we imposed on them. So you never know the opportunities that are going to come to you. Uh, Also another way uh, and uh, let me just be a little bit more controversial about this. Uh, Now as a friend of mine Sam uh, he was a Christian got to university and he experienced his first taste of freedom with beer and girls, and he was enjoying himself, let's put it that way, Uh, and he started to become acquainted uh, with a girl, and uh, they were becoming friends, hanging out lots of the the time, she wasn't a Christian, he was a Christian, and he said to me, uh, Tim, I I need to confess what happened to you, he's telling me the story, and he said, okay, one night we were just, we were snogging loads, and uh, he said, I was having a great time, I was like, yeah, of course you were, Uh, and and then he says, she got up, She said, I'm just going to the bathroom. If you're still here, when I get back, we're going to have sex. And then walked to the bathroom. I was like, dude, (gasps) what did you do? And he says, I got up and I walked out. I knew I believed God. Yeah. He made a big decision to announce his faith. In that moment. Now actually, he tried to be respectful, he stayed friends with her, he didn't kind of reject and ignore her completely, he didn't ghost her, um, but it was the right thing for him to do. So actually, you, I'm not suggesting to all of you, you turn up first day, you meet the new mates in your halls, you walk around reading Bible verses at them, like putting fish stickers on their forehead, all of that sort of stuff, just be yourselves, but actually there'll come a point, and you'll know when it will appear, to just... You can just say what you believe in the context of what's going on. Even if it's, I, I don't want to do that, I, you know, I, I believe God. Or even it could be, oh, oh, we're going to go out for a late night, uh, Saturday night, and you, you say, oh, actually, I'm going to go to church tomorrow, so I'm going to come home a bit earlier, or whatever it might be. Or knocking on their doors when they're hungover on a Sunday morning saying, bye, I'm going to church, that sort of thing. Uh, you will know what to do. So uh, I'm making a big decision for that stuff. And actually, if you do it earlier, sooner rather than later, The respect will be higher and you will find it easier. I've watched it happen time and time again. And just the last thing to say, and this is a bit of a plea from a a church leader who's uh, been in university towns for about 20 years, and I've watched many students kind of come through the system, and I love it. Every uh, time that the freshers turn up, I think it's wonderful. It's hilarious. You're tripping over yourselves. You don't know what a vegetable is. Uh, There's loads of stuff going on. It's chaos. You're just trying to get your lives in order. Uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, but then you get into second and third year. And what the third years do is they look at the new freshers and go, oh, those freshers are idiots. I don't like them this year. They're so immature. And I'm always saying that was you about 14 months ago, okay? So remember what it's like to be a first year okay remember those experiences Uh, remember actually how vulnerable it feels because it will feel a bit vulnerable those first few months Uh, homesickness can kick in it can be a bit lonely it does change you will make friends um, but it is a vulnerable thing Uh, look out for those who come up after you and you might think oh that's years away well I won't remember that actually it will be on you before you know it because you'll have essay deadlines and essay deadlines have been proved in physics to speed up time it's a thing so before you know it it's true isn't it yeah yeah everybody knows it you think I've got a week that week in an essay deadline actually is only two days I'm just telling you so those are the things I just want you to think about I think think big decisions okay small steps So the small step to say, uh, I'll I'll start looking for a church in October or November, that's what I'll do, that will affect you for months and months and months, you don't realise it but it will. A big decision to say, you know what, I'm going to go easy on the beer on a night out and I'm going to try and read my Bible, that is a big decision that will affect you. Another big decision thinking, you know what, I'm going to do my best to get my essays in on time and to slightly organise my diary, okay? Okay. You now, you might think, Tim, you sound like a teacher. Uh, the lecturers at uni are not as interested in you as your teachers, okay? If you fail, they're like, okay, fine, it's up to you. It, you've paid us, so it, you failed, you failed, okay? So planning your time a bit will help you. Those big decisions really make an impact. Uh, so I'm going to pray for you, first of all, because I think that's really important, and then we'll, we'll get a bit practical. Uh, so let's just close our eyes for a second, I want, to, I want you to, to go to university with great courage, okay, with great faith, knowing it's going to be a, a brand new experience. For some of you, it's going to be wonderful. For some of you, it's going to be wonderful with some difficulties. For some of you, there's going to be difficulty, okay? And God is with all of you equally in those times. Uh, I predict that people will become Christians on your university campuses because of you. Now there is no pressure in that because uh, God is the one that saves, not us. There is no pressure, but by you loving God, by just trying to live your life in the right way, you absolutely will have impacts. Okay, when we love God and we decide to listen to Him, and He tells us that person on your corridor they're having a hard time, be kind to them. That's a big difference in the world. Lord God's, we love you, Lord God's. You're wonderful. Lord, I thank you for what was bought last night, Lord, to break us out of shame, to break us out of fear, Lord God, and I pray for this uh, wonderful group of people here, as they think about going to university, Lord, would you help them to, to think of it in terms of hope, of faith, and of adventure, Lord, to go into this great possibility of maybe moving to a brand new place, maybe having to look after yourself a bit for the first time Lord it's it's a wonderful moment it's to be enjoyed and treasured Lord God I pray by your Holy Spirit you would be on this group even now Lord give them a big vision for the new place that they're going to move to give them a big hope for their university Lord give them a big hope for the course that they are about to do Lord, whether they feel deeply about the course, it's something they've really dreamed about doing, or whether they're just doing it because they want to do it. Lord God, I pray you would give them big faith for that. Lord, for their new friends that they are going to make. Lord God, would you give them friends who bring life to them? Give them friends that will be a lot of fun. Give them friends that they can love and serve, Lord God. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would... Break any fear that is here about it. Oh God, that that sense of being just intimidated and a bit overwhelmed. Lord Jesus, I pray you would teach us how to take one step at a time. Sounds the sort of thing your mum would say, isn't it? But actually, just do the next thing. We were talking today about when Jesus sent out the 72 and uh, they went and tried to do mission and uh, evangelism and for some of them it went well for some of them it didn't go so well and Jesus said you knock the dust off your feet the dust that clings to you and he was talking about failure when things don't go as well as you hope you feel like it it clings to you and he says just kick off that dust and go to the next thing and so in your first years at uni you will try some things which will go brilliantly You'll try some other things which will not go as you hoped. And in those times, kick the dust of your feet and try again. Don't become cautious because of these things. Just allow it to teach you. Allow it to grow wisdom in you. Go do the next thing. Holy Spirit, you're wonderful. Lord God,